So Josh and I, leading into NBA free agency, are going to do our breakdowns of some of the top free agents on the market. Now, free agents number one and two are obviously Steph Curry and Kevin Durant, but both of them are staying put. They're not leaving Golden State, and there's no threat of it. So we're going to start with Gordon Hayward, currently of the Utah Jazz, is a free agent. He's being recruited by the Miami Heat, Utah Jazz, obviously, and then the Boston Celtics. And I personally think Hayward is going to end up staying put in Utah. Wow. Josh, what do you think? I think he's going to Boston, man. I think he's in a win-now mode. He has a comfortability with Brad Stevens, and I think that's the best place for him to win a championship. See, it's interesting that the Celtics, Danny Ainge is obviously the GM of the Celtics in here, and Tanner Ainge, Danny Ainge's son, is recruiting Gordon Hayward to stay (laughs) in Utah. Massachusetts legislation recently passed a congressional amendment which would raise taxes on anyone making over a million dollars in Boston. And Danny Ainge's son tweeted that at Gordon Hayward and said something to consider. So in the long run, Gordon Hayward can sign in Utah for five years around $170 million as opposed to four years, $130 million in Boston or in Miami if he were to go there. And I just think money talks. You know, I don't think he's unhappy in Utah. They have been getting better as a team. And they had 51 wins last year, and they were the five seed in the Western Conference, and they ended up beating the Clippers to advance past the first round. So I think the Jazz are kind of on the up and up. I think Hayward kind of sees, I'm the man in Utah. You know, I don't have to share shots with a lot of people. Rudy Gobert doesn't shoot the ball a lot. He's a defensive stopper. He's going to get a lot of rebounds. And I think what the Jazz are doing are on the up and up, and I think Hayward's going to stay there because I think he, I think he believes they can compete down the road. I'm not sure he thinks they can win a championship, though, and I think that a case can be made if you get Gordon Hayward and you add pieces around Hayward and Isaiah Thomas that the Celtics can actually compete against the Cavaliers. I mean, they're in such turmoil right now. Who knows what the Cavs are going to be like at the end of the year next year? So I think that if he really, really wants a championship, he's going to go to Boston with his college coach, Brad Stevens, there at the helm. You're in a nice market in Boston, probably the most popular franchise in in the NBA history, probably outside of the Lakers. I think it's a great situation for him. I mean, he's going to be making $130 million anyway. It's not like he's not going to be making good money. Yes, he can get more money in Utah, but you know what he's getting in Boston is no chump change. So I personally think that the comfortability having the head coach there in Boston, uh, the market in Boston, and their ability to win now is going to put him over the top and is going to make him go to Boston. We'll see what he decides, but it's really, do you want to make another $40 million or do you want to play with your college coach? But let us know what you guys <laughs> think, where Gordon Hayward ends up. Hit us up on Twitter at 10 Minute Drill or call into the station your thoughts on Hayward. Next on our list of free agents is Paul Millsap, currently of the Atlanta Hawks. And now we talked about this one on the station. I think he's going to end up with the Houston Rockets because I think he is a great fit for that team. I don't think he's going to be going back to Atlanta. Atlanta is kind of, they were in that competing mode for a little bit. Well, by competing, I mean, yeah, but they got rid of Dwight Howard. So I think Atlanta is going into rebuild mode. And I think Paul Millsap is going to look elsewhere and mainly the Houston Rockets. Josh, what do you think? Yeah, I agree with you. The Atlanta Hawks are like a team in purgatory to me every freaking year. It's like they're always like a four seed, a five seed, six seed whatever it is they never really make it past uh the first round and if they do they don't really make noise outside of that one year where they were the one seed in the eastern conference i mean they've always just seemed to be an average playoff team that really has no shot of winning the title i think Millsap knows this and i think he also knows that he fits well in houston i completely agree with you man i think if he was on the rockets that would you know put the rockets probably as the number one contender to knock off the warriors in the west i mean i don't think they're there yet i think I would still count the Spurs as the number one contender, depending on what they do in free agency. I think they need a point guard. But if you add Paul Millsap to that team, you add a four who can shoot the basketball, who can do whatever D'Antoni wants him to do, 
And I think that it would make the Rockets a very, very dangerous team. I think Paul Millsap is criminally underrated in this yeah. free agent market. I think he's a very good player and people don't realize how good he really is. So let us know what you guys think about what Paul Millsap's free agency decision will be. Hit us up, hit us up on Twitter at 10 Minute Drill. Call into the station. Let us know. Next on our free agency list, Kyle Lowry, point guard of the Raptors. And ultimately, I think he's going to end up staying put in Toronto. You know, there is heavy, he's probably, he's the best point guard that's really available behind Steph Curry, but he's not actually available. So he's the best point guard on the free agent market. I think he's going to end up staying put in Toronto. You know, DeRozan came out and said, like, I don't care what he does as long as he tells me and I don't have to read about it, a la Kevin Durant treating Russell Westbrook that way. But I think... Lowry's going to come back to Toronto, stay there. You know, I think he realizes that might be his best option to remain an all-star. And then with DeRozan, maybe they bring in another piece along with Serge Ibaka, bring him back. So I think the Raptors are going to do everything they can to keep Lowry. He's their franchise guy with DeRozan. What do you think, Josh? I actually think he's going to Minnesota. He said he wants to go out west. I think he's sick of losing to LeBron James in the east. I think he wants to be a Spur, but I don't think Popovich and the Spurs want anything to do with him. He's not the type of point guard that fits that system. You know, he takes a lot of off-the-dribble threes. I wouldn't say he's a me player, but he's not the type of player you want to put into that system. And I think if he wants to go out west, seeing what's going on in Minnesota, I think he he thinks if he adds himself to that roster, now you have him, Butler, Wiggins, Towns. I think he probably feels that he can put him over the top and in that upper echelon of the Western Conference. I don't think he'd be talking about going out west and leaving if he was happy in Toronto. I don't think he's that happy in Toronto. And so, therefore, I think the only logical destination for him is Minnesota, being that Jimmy Butler is recruiting him. Let us know what you guys think about Lowry, where he ends up. Hit us up on Twitter at 10 Minutesville or call into the station. Our next free agent that we're going to be breaking down is J.J. Redick, formerly the Los Angeles Clippers. He has let them know that he is not coming back to L.A., so that means he will be on a new team. I personally think we talk about the Rockets a lot, but I I like J.J. for the Rockets. I mean, he's familiar with Chris Paul. I'm sure Chris Paul likes playing with him. I think they like playing together from, from what I know, at least. And I think he fits D'Antoni's system perfectly. You can just chill out on three-point land and shoot threes all day. He's one of the best shooters in the league. Um, you know, he's tough. He, he works hard. I think he's going to want to go to a contender. So why not go to Houston? I, I don't really think they're... AJ, do you know any other teams that are interested in him besides Houston? Have you heard any other... Like, he's been connected to the Sixers, but I'm not sure if that's... But thinking about that, I like him on the Sixers because JJ has advanced his game. He used to... He came into the league, you know, he was just a spot-off shooter, but now he off the dribble game so he's more than just a knockdown shooter right now and if you were to put him on the Sixers a team that desperately needs shooting yeah. surrounded by Markel Fultz Ben Simmons Robert Covington Joel Embiid he is going to get a lot of open shots and he is going to make a very high percentage of them and the Sixers have a ton of cap space so I'm not necessarily sure someone should throw max money at JJ Redick because I don't think he's a max money type of guy but the NBA it seems everyone gets max money nowadays yeah but I would like to see JJ Redick in Philly because he fills a need shooting for them you know maybe he wants to go to more of a contender he spent a lot of his he spent his career in, in Los Angeles not really contending but should have been contending for the Clippers so maybe he wants to go to a team that's more ready to win now but I think if he were to go to Philly it's he's just going to be taking open shots and it's a good fit for the team all right, let us know what you think about J.J. Redick and his destination at 10 Minute Drill on Twitter, on Instagram, or call to the station. Former Nick and Denver Nugget Danilo Gallinari, who I miss oh so very much, at least when he's healthy, is a free agent and is not resigning with the Nuggets, he said. I personally think he'd fit great on the Rockets. I am not familiar with 
who is interested in him and who he's interested in, but I would love to see him reunited with Mike D'Antoni in that system. You saw it before when he was a New York Knicks that he fit great into that system. He was a borderline all-star. You know, and when he's healthy, he's still a borderline all-star. So I think it makes most sense for him to go to Houston. What do you think, AJ? Yeah, I would like to see him in Houston, but I don't think they're going to have money to sign him because I think the Rockets' first option is going to be Paul Millsap, like we already talked about. But I think Gallinari is going to be the consolation prize for the Miami Heat when they miss out on Gordon Hayward. Mm. It's funny you talk about him being on the Knicks. I vividly remember watching the draft when when the Knicks took Gallinari, and I was with with one of my friends who was a New York Knicks fan, he said, who the hell is this guy? And now he's really, uh, like I said about Paul Millsap, he's one of the most underrated guys. You know, he has injury issues, but he is a solid offensive and defensive player. So I think wherever he goes, the team that gets him, they're going to end up getting a very quality player. And I think it's going to end up being the Miami Heat because I think they're going to miss the Gordon Hayward sweepstakes and they need that small position filled. So I think they'll go after Gallo. All right, let us know what you think at 10 Minute Drill on Twitter, on Instagram, or call into the station with where you think Danilo Gallinari will end up. Speaking of the San Antonio Spurs and point guards, George Hill is reportedly on their list. He is a free agent with the Utah Jazz. He was on the Spurs back in the day, and he was traded, which brought Kawhi Leonard into the Spurs. And Greg Popovich went on record saying trading George Hill was one of the toughest decisions he has he has made as a coach. So it's I think it's very obvious that the Spurs would love to have George Hill back. But George Hill has already said a lot of his, not a lot of his decision, but some of his decision is going to be based upon what Gordon Hayward does. I think because I think Gordon Hayward is staying put in Utah, I think George Hill is going to stay in Utah and give it another go with this Jazz team. But I wouldn't be surprised if George Hill bolts if Gordon Hayward isn't on the Utah Jazz next year. Josh, what do you think? I have George Hill going to the Spurs because I have Gordon Hayward leaving to go to Boston. And I think the Spurs is the most logical destination. Like you said, Popovich was very, you know, Popovich had a hard time trading George Hill. And I think George Hill fits that team perfectly. He's not going to do too much. He's not going to try to do too much. Tony Parker is old right now, and they need a point guard. And why not get a point guard who you're comfortable with? I know George Hill, like any competitor, wants to win a championship. You go to San Antonio, you're right there in the Western Conference Finals against the Warriors with your shot. So I I think that since Hayward's going to be gone, and George Hill probably seen his best success team-wise in San Antonio, and the love affair that Popovich has with him, I think the most logical explanation is that he goes to San Antonio. Let us know what you guys think, where George Hill will end up. Give your contingencies upon where Gordon Hayward ends up on that one also. But let us know about George Hill. Call call into the station or hit us up on Twitter at 10 Minute Drill. Former NBA Finals MVP Andre Iguodala is on the market, and he's our next free agent that we will be talking about. Now, he has a lot of interest. He has interest from the Spurs, the Clippers, the Jazz, um, the Sixers. And, of course, the Warriors, the team that he's currently on, well, technically not on, but was played for for the past couple years. I think he's going to stay with the Warriors. I think that, you know, at the end of the day, I think he realizes that he's a part of something special. He's past his prime. He's a role player now. Coming off the bench is something he's comfortable with. He's obviously a team player. I think he knows that he fits that system perfectly. He fits that role perfectly. I don't see him going anywhere else. What about you, AJ? I think he's out. I don't I don't think he's coming back with the Golden State Warriors because I don't think the Warriors are going to be able to pay him. Durant talked about taking a pay cut, but someone is going to back up the truck for Iguodala, an NBA Finals MVP. He was a crucial part of the team. So I think someone's going to back up the truck. Now, the 
Timberwolves have been reported that right. they're going to make an aggressive run, but I don't I don't think he's a fit with the Timberwolves. You know, Timberwolves need shooting, but I would like to see him go to the New Orleans Pelicans. I think the Pelicans could bring a lot to them. You know, you pair him as a wing defender, a third scoring option or a fourth scoring option. So if you put Iggy on the Pelicans, he's not going to be the primary scoring option. Drew Holiday's a free agent, but the Pelicans are probably going to try to re-sign him. And then Iggy is an obvious upgrade over wings like Solomon Hill and Etwan Moore. And that is where the Pelicans really struggled last year. So I think you put him on the Pelicans, he takes them up a notch on the defensive end, and he's not going to be counted on too much on the offense. So I would like to see Iguodala leave Golden State, first of all, but I would like to see him on the Pelicans. All right, let us know what you think at 10 Minute Drill on Twitter, on Instagram, or also call into the station. We'll discuss it later. One more free agency breakdown here. Restricted free agent Contavious Caldwell-Pulp of the Detroit Pistons. And I want to talk about him because I think he is a very solid player. He took a step forward in his game, and he really made himself a lot of money this year because I don't expect the Pistons to let him go anywhere. I don't think he's leaving Detroit because I think the Pistons will match any offer. But I think the Pistons are going to have to spend a lot of money because I think the offers are going to be out there for KCP. So if the Pistons decide to not match a max contract, maybe he does leave. I think he stays put because I think they'll match them. But I think KCP is going to get an offer sheet somewhere big. You know, it's funny you say that. I think he's going to stay at the Pistons too. Like the simple fact that he's a restricted free agent, the Pistons can match whatever offer sheet he is offered. But I would love to see him in Milwaukee. I think Milwaukee's missing kind of an outside knockdown shooter. You have Chris Middleton. To me, he's more of a mid-range type uh, player. But you can get Coldwell Pope out there who can spread the floor, knock down that three. Plus, he can do other things as well. I think he would be great for the Bucks. If I am in Milwaukee, I'm hoping that he comes to Milwaukee. But like you said, man, I don't see the Detroit Pistons letting him go. He's extremely underrated, and I think he's a cog that they want to have there for years. I would love him in Milwaukee because I talked about the Bucks really just drafting long athletic guys when they had the draft. They need to draft shooters and outside yep. scorers, and he would fill a huge need. But he's not going anywhere. He's staying put in Detroit because they will match anything. But let us know what you guys think about KCP. Hit us up on Twitter or call into the station.